Welcome to the People, Purpose, and Profits Business Coaching Podcast with Brian Buck and Kat Park. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the People, Purpose, and Profits Business Coaching Podcast. My name is Brian Buck, and my wonderful co-host is... Kat. And we are excited to talk to you about the topic of simplicity. Kat, kick us off. Well, I'm so excited to talk about this because I notice how many entrepreneurs and business owners really trip over either their mind or the process. So we're going to take a look at, you know, the mind in itself, some of the, the beliefs that maybe people have and how to really simplify, you know, your own thoughts to, to get to the results. And then we're also going to look at the process because I do really believe, especially for people who are starting out or the ones that don't see results, it's usually because they have too much on their plate and they're literally their foundation is full of things that they don't necessarily need at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what is your experience as far as like, you know, when you started out or became your own uh, boss <laughs> or became yeah. an entrepreneur? Well, there's, there is so much to this concept because I think about um, with simplicity, it even comes down to who do you serve and what do you do? Because I've always found, you know, given the work that I've done in the past, I help anyone from executives to entry level workers on how to solve a process flow up to organizational strategy uh, to increase the impact within five years. And I can help people from leadership development to creating goals. And all of a sudden, when people say, what do you do? I lose everything. <laughs> because it's everything. And I'm trying to explain everything. And that loses the simplicity, you know, but when I realized I could turn it down and say, what do you do? As I said, I help people put more money in their pockets. Huge. Now, people get it. Like everything that I do is in service of helping them with that. And so I think that is one piece of simplicity. Um, I think the other one in, in my work, and this is, this is kind of related to some of the work that I've done in the, the Toyota production world, and you touched on this, is what we would call is work in progress. It's having too many things on your plate. If every one of those took you two months to do it, if you did them on your own, and if you did three things, three projects that took you two months, that means all three of those projects wouldn't go live until six months because you would never get anything done because you're balancing all three projects. And why would it have taken you two months to get that done? So now the the balancing and the juggling is now adding complexity. It is. It's now making you being pulled in many different directions. You might be having meetings talking about this. You might be researching that or doing this and you're not getting anything done. And, and even then, when I say six months, if each individual project was deep focus, you could get done in two months. When you're balancing, you're going to add at least 20 to 40% extra time on that due to context switching. 
So complexity slows you down. Complexity gives you friction. Simplicity lets you smoothly get things done. Think about when you've talked to people. If they could talk, it makes me think, I don't know where I heard this, but teachers make simple things complex. Good communicators make complex things simple. (laughs) We're drawn to the simple. So are we simple in our speech, simple in our progress, simple in our business? Is it simple for people to buy from us? Is it simple for us to fulfill You know, if you have to log on to 15 different things and you have to try to find where your courses are or find uh, how to connect, the minute people have to do extra effort, it's no longer simple. I can't remember who this was, but it was when I did my MBA program and it was a marketing person. And he said, if you want to know how to really make your clients happy, look where they compensate. So if people have to compensate to get something done, that's complexity. If you can remove that compensation, now simpler. It is, but people really don't don't think about it that way. And I, I keep hearing this phrase where um, someone said that if you can't explain it to your seven years old, then it's too complicated. Yep. And it's so true. And something, you know, because I do specialize on working a lot with coaches, I realized that one of the things that we do is, you know, try to have a course and have um, a one-on-one and then do a mastermind and then do a webinar and have an email list and be on like 20 different platforms and have a book and have a website. So all of these things tend to overwhelm us. But the truth is, you know, in the beginning, um, I don't know who it is that, that said it and it really clicked for me and I started, you know, teaching this to my clients is focus on the things that bring you money first. Money mm-hmm. first, fame after. So, yeah. you know, and, and, but the thing is, and it's really interesting, the reason why people do so many things is first of all, because they don't know who to believe anymore. And second of all, because there is a fear that if they're not doing that, they're not being perceived as a professional or they don't, they're not perceived as having it together. And the truth is that the real transformations happens in conversations where the person who you're talking to sees that you can actually, you actually understand their problem and you can take them from where they're at to where they want to be. It's as simple as that. And anything mm-hmm. beyond that, it's complicated. <laughs> right. Well, I think about, it's probably has posted by the time this comes out, you know, our interview with Sean Hugh, and you and I did his great challenge. And he even brought up this great thing on, you know, especially for coaches or solopreneurs or content creators. It starts with the simple thing of having conversations. The more conversations you have, the more people you are making offers to, and the more people you are um, selling to. Simple. Yes, you probably want to build brand and websites and presence and all of those things, but that process is always longer. It it takes a while to build it. Right, exactly. So if you focus on the simple, what's going to move the needle Having more followers isn't going to move the needle unless you are offering. And if 
And if people aren't buying from you yet, that's because you probably haven't had the right conversation. So I think once again is is work with a coach to be able to see what is what is the simple thing that you can do now. And I love that because you're right. Similarly, when I was talking about the three projects, one of the ways that I coach people is, you know, okay, if project one is gonna give you two hundred dollars a day, project two, three hundred dollars a day project three, $600 a day. If you didn't launch until six months later, how much money did you lose? So it would have been uh, two months of $200 a day, a month of $300 a day. That's a lot of money left off of the table because you don't even start earning. So like if, you know, simple is how do you set up your systems so you start getting paid quickly. And then when you start to see income, then you're not as worried about some of these other things. Because we do all these other things primarily out of fear, like, well, I'm not getting anybody because I don't have enough presence. Like, well, you're doing this stuff, but you're not having the right conversations that, that actually transform, if that makes sense. Right. And simplicity makes everything, you know, move forward faster. Because as you said, you know, if we start out with the, the simplest thing, which is a conversation, we can, you know, learn to narrow down some of the things because um, as I talked to you, you know, before I told you I started out as thinking I was going to be a coach for anxiety and depression. It's mm -hmm. something that, you know, I've dealt with. So I thought that was going to be my specialty. And the more I talked about it and the more I engage with people, I still help. I, I still have clients that I work with on that. But that's not where my passion is. My passion mm -hmm. is in discovering people's potential and helping them understand yeah. their minds, helping them see a better view, vision of their future and then step into that and understand where like you know what's the gap mm -hmm. and you know I couldn't have understood that would I not had those conversations and that's why the key is in simplicity would I have yeah. set in my head or assumed things I would have definitely not come to that conclusion yeah yeah you also make me think of something I don't know where I learned this, but I think there is, um, you know, when you want to think about revenue goals, one of the first revenue goals you might consider, and I think you could go either way, is what is, what's going to give me the revenue just to meet my business expenses, especially if you're not uh, independent yet, you know, like if you're transitioning, like, okay, do I have reliable income that's going to pay for my click funnels and my email list and keeping the thing on? like, okay, what's that revenue stream? And then you might have, okay, what's the right, what is the revenue I need for my home? Like, okay. And, and if you just put, cause so often we all have grandiose dreams. We all want to do really well. We want to have the finances to make a big impact, especially for those of us who are really, uh, charity minded or want to invest yeah. in other businesses, you know, we want to do that. But if you focus on the simple things, not the sexy things, but if you say, what do I need to do to take care of my living, take care of my business expenses? And if you get a system set up for that, then you can go to the next level and you don't have the worry about those because that's taken care of. 
So that's like a simple plan that then frees you up to take things exponentially. Right. And I do want to encourage people to take a look because, you know what, Brian, you're absolutely right. And I can guarantee there's going to be people, you know, watching this and they're going to be, but there's always that, but, you know, so listen, you know, we've been in this for quite some time now. We've had those thoughts. We've seen other people have those thoughts. So if you think there's a button there, you need to get your button there. <laughs> right, right. It's really like when you get down to the action and, you know, I think that's probably one of the simplest things to do is to get into the action because some or like a lot of your answers are going to come from that. Right. And it's, you know, especially if you really look at living expenses, they aren't that much in the scheme of things, especially if you are hell yes on your dreams. If you're maybe and you're kind of dabbling, you know, if you're like, I'm going to cut out everything that's not important to be able to do this, then you even see what you're spending can probably lower. Um, but yeah, I think you're exactly right is I, I, I like when you're talking, you made me think excuses are a form of complexity. If you want to come up with all these reasons why you can't, you are adding more complexity versus if your heart's telling you, you know what, simple is the best way to go. Why am I ignoring advice that I know will help me? Well, because there's always fears. There's always, right. you know, and I do think there's a lot of confusion too, because I know right. there is, especially when you step into the space of being your own boss, then you're going to have a lot of people that will come at you to give you advice that they don't have any backup on, mm. they, but they, they yep. seem so convinced of what they're talking about that you'll right. follow, get burned out. And that's another thing is to test things out. Because yep. that's that's a really, you know, a secure way, a sure way to make sure that something works or it doesn't. Yeah. Well, I also think um, I might have shared this before, but do you know what the best <laughs> diet ever is? The one that you stick with? Like the one you stick with, right. So from a simplicity standpoint, if you take advice, stick with it for a while, you might take some stuff and adjust it to fit you and your needs a little more. But if you're doing this person's advice and that person's advice, that person's advice, you don't give yourself enough time to make it your own. Because the best advice in the world is really good for that person. But then you have to figure out what's the best advice for you. But instead of trial and error all the time you can be able to say okay let me try this for this long like we just did um, i just recently did a mastermind on 2021 planning and for me i really focus on a quarter what am i going to do for three months i know where i want to get to the end of the year but my detailed planning today i know i'm going to learn in three months and I'm going to make adjustments. So I'm not going to spend too much time going really deep. And I think from a simplicity standpoint, if we think, okay, what advice, what method am I going to do? Give yourself a month, two months, three months and say, that's all I'm doing. 
once again, we're getting into that limiting our work in progress, limiting all of the other things we're trying to balance and budget and just focus on the critical few things. Right. The key to success is baby steps. It is. We're gonna get a culture of progress by actually making progress. We say that, but then we're doing baby steps in many directions because <laughs> we're doing so many things. It's supposed to be baby steps towards one place. And once you reach that, then you move on to the next. Right, and then you get to look at your map, see where you're at, and then make adjustments or continue. You know, I talked about Kaizen recently, you know, once you do a test or once you get to the one month mark, three month mark, that's when you go, okay, am I going to adopt this and keep going forward? Am I going to adapt it? Am I going to change it? Or is that advice sucked? I'm going to abandon it. And now I'm going to really focus on the next thing. But each of those are almost like scheduled pivot points or pivot opportunities versus I don't feel like it. So I want to pivot. Like if we just kind of go with our feelings. We're going to pivot all the time because fear and anxiety, or if we're just not feeling it, you know, successful people move forward, even if they don't feel like it. Right. And, and making some order in your thoughts as well. And I know we talked yeah. about, you know, embracing failure because right. that is the simple way to go. I really do believe that because as yep. long as you, uh, fight against it or hope that it won't happen to you, then you're really not giving yourself the permission to grow. And yeah. that is the simple thing to do, to embrace. Yeah. It may be painful to accept it because there is a lot of attachment and there's a lot of, um, you know, fear that comes with it, such as I'm not going to be accepted or I'm going to be criticized or all these other things that happen underneath that thought. But, you know, Take a look at it and bring it down and really understand yourself to see what mm -hmm. that means to you. Right, right. You also make me think that's a whole nother episode is uh, if you're not getting criticized, if you're not uh, failing, you're playing it safe. I'm a huge fan of Rich Litvin and he was saying, if you have a goal you can achieve by yourself, you're not dreaming big enough. And, it's, and I just think that simplicity piece, if that really became your identity or the lens you're gonna choose, then that stuff becomes part of the process. It's not a barrier. You're like, yeah, I'm getting some haters because I'm saying stuff that's in their wheelhouse, but I'm fully being me. Right. I'm bringing my full self. I'm not bringing my accepted self to others that aren't gonna buy from me anyways. And you know what's interesting, um, I, I was thinking as you, you were talking, you know, <clears throat> I created some boundaries for myself and I made my business very, very simple. And I used to be the person that kind of like try to help everybody and, you know, kind of jumped on everybody's project because mm -hmm. I didn't want to be the person that looked bad. But right mm -hmm. now, because I am so focused and I am so clear on what I need to do, and if I do have the time if I do have the space, I will do it. I will help someone. But if I don't, I don't feel bad about saying no. And yeah. that is such a huge thing for a lot of people because we've become the, you know, yes, ma'am, kind of. <laughs> yeah, right, right. 
and you you may have a good heart, but think about it, you know, how much you're going to resent those people and you're going to blame it on other people, uh, your lack of success, even though it was you that needed to, you know, cut back on the, the things you said yes to. And that's also simplifying. Yeah, I always like to add a no, well, a no is super important, but if you're scared <laughs> of saying a no, just say a not yet. Because, you know, like there's some things that might be interesting to do, but just not yet because you're focused on other things. Once again, it's simplicity. It's taking that off. But I've talked about this book called Personal Kanban by Jim Benson and Tony Anderberry. And one of the things they talk about, because this ties into simplicity, uh, he calls it existential overhead. And what that is, every project or thing that we start or everything that we say yes to, even though we aren't actively working on it, our brain has no closure. So our brain is still processing, thinking about it. It's slowing us down from what we're actually doing. It's waking us up in the middle of the night. It's things that we think about randomly. We brings us to feel guilty that we haven't moved on it. Like all of these things are extensional overheads because we haven't cut it off. I was reminded again, the word decision comes from the concept of decision, which means to cut off. Are we really making decisions to say yes and no? And that's why, you know, I, I do think that the kind thing to say is not yet, but in mm -hmm. a sense, I think you are making yourself, a, a, you know, have a loose end. So maybe yeah. not at this time. Yeah. Or because, and even that alone, but it just, I, I, and here's the thing. And what I heard from someone a long time ago, and it kind of opened my eyes to that, because I used to say not yet or not now, mm -hmm. or, you know, and mm -hmm. that um, kind of kept that person have like hopes for something. Mm -hmm. and they would constantly mm -hmm. come back and ask me until I said mm -hmm. no. And I said, if anything ever changes, I'll come back to you. And that yeah. saved me a lot of headache. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I, you know, and I, I do think there is a piece. I just recently saw this interview with some coaches and they said, here's someone that I really wanted to work together with, but the project that they are proposing was a hell no for me. And so she said, I would love to work on you, but this project isn't a hell yes for me. So no to this, but I'm open to coming up with something that's a hell yes for both of us going forward. So I think that's a form of not yet, but that's truly is no to this, but open for something else in the future. Because as everyone changes, even these partnerships, you know, as we grow and as our business grows, as our clients right. have different needs, you know, like you and I doing this podcast, you know, maybe in five years, maybe we're not doing this podcast because it doesn't make sense for where we're at and that's okay right. you know so i just think um yeah there's 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 a good point like what do you mean by not yet or maybe it's no but i'm open to others because i think that's really what we're trying to communicate right and being true to yourself because i do think part of being uh, doing things in a simple way is to take only on the things that make sense to you because if yeah. you say again if you say yes to please people then you'll 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 get burned out or you'll have negative feelings that do get into the way that you do business and ultimately you know hurt the bottom line yeah well you want to know one simple thing and that is for our listeners to check out 
this video, if you haven't watched it on YouTube, or subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice. And another simple thing is join our Facebook group. Uh, and that's an opportunity to interact with Kat and I or other listeners. And you can be able to share some of the simple, how you've simplified your life, your business, because it's one thing to hear it in this podcast, but we really want to encourage you to take some action with that. Simplify one thing, you know, just remove complexity, remove extra stuff and keep that focus and bring it to the group and share. We would love to celebrate because we know in our experience, simplicity is going to give you more progress and take you further than you would uh, with all the juggling or extra stuff that you're doing. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you soon.